Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Skyping's So folks, today is special for me because y'all know that I am obsessed with gymnastics. I think obsessed is, is actually not doing me justice. Y'all know that I am well-versed. Uh, in gymnastics, and thus, this is why I have a poster of Lavinia Milosevic, like, in my bedroom. This is why my, uh, first screen name was Lavinia96. Uh, so gymnastics has played a huge part, like, in my life and in my joy space. And so today, we are joined by the lovely Olympian, I know you like the sound of that, uh, Jordan Chai! And let me just tell y'all, I hit Jordan on DM, you know. <laughs> now, Jordan, I have hit Jordan before and said kind things, and she'll hit me with a double tap heart, you know what I'm saying? I know she's very busy, okay? She's very busy. She's stretching. She's flipping. She's doing things. And then I was like, you know, let me just see what Jordan's up to. So I sent Jordan a text and said, hey, we'd love to have you on the pod. And um, Jordan replied back and said, for more information, contact such and such. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, <laughs> I, we don't got to bring that up. No, this we is a good fight. ending. This is a good ending. And so I was taken aback. I was walking the dog. I was like, yo, I feel like she just shaded me. I feel like she just shaded me. <laughs> but then after years of therapy, I was like, this is not about you. So <laughs> she don't even know you. So like, stop. And I, and let me tell you, were I, when I was your age, I... Probably would have just stopped it. She shaded me and been like, so Jordan Childs is shady. Let me tell you what she did. Um, And on the flip side, if an elder had said to me like, hey, there's a possible better response, I would absolutely not have been as gracious and as... um, as kind as you were. And so, you know, I got to say, I I hit her back. I was like, you know, um, just like as a, as an elder, as a, (laughs) as a veteran, perhaps Uh, consider this response. And Jordan so maturely replied back and was like, girl, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't. I don't. Thanks for the heads up. Thanks for the heads up. (laughs) But that is going to carry you so far. That level of graciousness and of humility and, um, you know, for all intents and purposes, like you, you have everything in place to have a a huge ego and be like, bitch, I'm Jordan Child. Like, who the fuck you do to tell me what to say or how to respond? You could have very easily gone that route. And it speaks volumes of your character that, uh, that you didn't even in that short little exchange. And a lot of the, so folks who don't know, Jordan Child's a member of the uh, silver winning 2021 Olympic gymnastics, uh, artistic gymnastics team, along with Grace and Sumisa and Simone. And this has been, this is a weird ass Olympics. (laughs) Tell me about it. Right? (laughs) Tell me about it. Like, I just feel like, 
a lot of people are giving are doing interviews with you and they're being they're acting like shit is normal. This was not a normal Olympics. So I know why I think it wasn't normal, but can you speak to why this was a weird ass Olympics? And it wasn't just a weird ass Olympics, it was a weird ass process to this point. Yes, it was. So my example of why this Olympics was crazy and so out of this world, it will hopefully be the last one that will ever happen like this. So basically to start the whole thing off, there was COVID, a pandemic had hit and we had to postpone it a whole year. Keep in mind as athletes, we, when we have our minds set on something, we want it to be like, they're ready. We're doing this. But knowing that we had to postpone a whole year later, our minds change really fast. We're like, oh my goodness, we don't know if we can do this. This is crazy. What are we going to do? So already starting at the beginning because of the pandemic, our minds are already in a whole different world. And so heading into the Olympics, we had competitions that just we had hardly any audience. So we could only have like our parents one or two family members throughout the whole Did time. Did you like that or not like that? Because some people said they liked not having people there. It was at the beginning. I didn't mind because it was like the beginning of our season. But like towards the end. It was like, we're supposed yeah. to be turning up. <laughs> right. Like we were supposed to be having fun. We were supposed to be like, hey, this is the time we're about to head off to a huge competition in our lives. Um, so that's how like everything started. We were all being overwhelmed we were tired it was just it was crazy and then we hit the olympics we had to quarantine for 14 days when you got there yes when we so got wait, there what does quarantine look like because i feel like different places quarantine different so is it just like you're in your room and they're feeding you through a slot under the door <laughs> no. <laughs> not at all not at all so our quarantine was we had certain times we had to be down at lunch we weren't really allowed to go into each other's rooms um who was your roommate my roommate so the first place we stayed at was a little hotel before we actually like went closer to the actual arena and my roommate was suny she was my roommate and then throughout that whole time period at the beginning we there was a bunch of stuff that was just happening and we were just like oh my gosh what's going on i'm pretty sure you saw on the internet like drama drama yeah drama big drama (laughs) i mean because you're standing because i know you at the chalk bucket like she really keeps busting the ass. Like, she really can't find it. <laughs> like, uh, and it's scary. Yes. It's scary. Y'all don't yes. understand. We be at that bucket. Like, yes. that's... Come on! Yeah. We be thinking, we be thinking, so is this, like, so we supposed to make this? But, like, our brains aren't telling us what we're supposed to be doing. Like, it's crazy. It's scary. Um, but... Throughout the whole thing, I mean, yes, we were talking to our parents. Yes, we were trying to talk to each other and hoping that, you know, we weren't going to get annoyed of each other throughout the whole thing. Right. Um, so, yeah, we were bonding through everything. I mean. Two weeks is a long time. Yeah, it was it was a very. What did y'all do in that room? Y'all just watching movies, like playing yeah, cards? You're watching Netflix. Um, I was coloring. Nice. I was doing some coloring and we played some games. Um, there was like apples, apples or Scrabble. But there you can't like, work out during those two weeks. No, we were able to. Oh, okay. Yes, we were able to. We were able, but like we had like 
certain time. So like where our, we were training, we had a certain time to start and a certain time to end. And we had to like hurry up and get out like really fast. And is that different? Like normally it's just like train until you feel like you're done with your practice? Yes and no. It just depends. Um, we weren't like, we're, we were more restricted here than like a normal competition. I see. Yeah. Like we had, obviously we had to wear masks everywhere. We had to like hand sanitize our hands. Like I, my hands were dry the whole time. <laughs> One of my favorite moments of the Olympics is when you came onto the platform for bars and you were like, you know, I, what I thought I saw was you'd be like, there's no bucket. Like, why is the chalk on the floor? <laughs> and I don't know if I read that correctly, but your energy was like, why is this on the floor? <laughs> I, no, I really, okay, so they had told us, so normally we had like our little, our bucket we had, and we normally put it next to the apparatus, but they were telling us to put it like on the side. And I was like, that's not making any sense. We're up here. Like we're warming up. We're not competing yet. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking. I was just like, there's some, something's not right. I just love when I catch those moments. I'm like, oh, <laughs> something that, mm-mm. Yep. like I caught when Simone was like, I don't trust myself. I saw that in real time. And like, it took days. And I was like, I saw that in real time. She was like, nope, I don't like it. Let's go to the side and came up with it, came back with a warm up. And yep. I was like, so things have been discussed because <laughs> yes. the warm up is on. Um, and so the two, you do, you quarantine for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, boom. Yep. Qualifiers. Yep. And. I know you had a lot of other stuff going on family wise. So, mm-hmm. and I think people just don't understand that like it doesn't matter how how long you've been working on something, like life happens. Yep. Life happens. So, just kudos to you. Um you. because it don't never stop. Like life don't never stop. It, it, it <laughs> Listen, I had a whole nervous breakdown 5 minutes before I had to go on live television and literally like had started crying at like 8 p.m. the night before and like never stopped and like I'm literally backstage like <laughs> <laughs> and then the theme music for the real comes on. This is our time. <laughs> and I'm just like <laughs> get it together. And everyone should have known that I was off because I came on live television with three cornrows. And so, you know, once you got three cornrows, like, it's what, like... What happened to the, what happened to the four? Like, so it, it, literally, it was just literally like, just, just put the shit together. Actually, <laughs> just put the shit together. I, I just was like, I don't care. I had on a girl, I had a whole beat face, a whole fit, and just three cornrows. And that's when folks should have been like, some... Something right. right. <laughs> so, you know, I really, I commend you because um, the brain is a huge part of the physical work that you're doing, you know, as we saw with, with Simone, as we've heard with Naomi, with, I mean, and I, I mean, men don't admit it a lot of times, but I know they go through the same thing too. I mean, it's just real. So, you know, when I know that you were unhappy with your performance in qualifiers, but it was just kind of like, to me, it's like, you're just... The fact that y'all were in quarantine for two weeks alone. Because <laughs> it's like, I'm in the world. Like, it's like a body jolt. Yeah. Yeah. It w- That was, like you said, qualifications was not 
I don't even want to bring up qualifications. I was just not the meat for me. Like my but, girl, you know, my girl. That, <laughs> it was, it was I just told not, you, I texted you at the end. I was like, I just want to hold her. I just want to hold Jordan in my arm. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I was just like, throw qualifications out. Just don't even worry about it. Um, I did tell my parents and my team, like, I failed you guys. Like, I don't know why I'm here. Well, you know, drama. I mean, you you, know, yeah, it was you just, said you want to be crazy. a performer. So <laughs> you, that's in you. Yes, it was crazy. But when it came to team finals, I was like, okay, Jordan, just throw qualifications out the water. Like, just, it doesn't exist anymore. This is a whole new day. So I was like, okay. And then when my coach had told me I had to do bars and beep, I thought she was being sarcastic. <laughs> I really thought she was being sarcastic. And she was like, no, like, you have to do those two events. And I was like, So did she okay. tell you in real time? Because, yes. yeah, that happened. Yeah, right? Because there was vault, there was yep. an exit, there was a yep. return, and then I yep. saw you putting on grips. Yep. So when you saw her exit mm-hmm. is when my coach told me. Okay. And you had to just, so what, so like, what did you say to yourself in that moment? Because I know you was thinking like, I'm about to be chilling till we get the floor. Yeah, I was. (laughs) Come on, (laughs) Sony. I really was. I was like, I had put my warmups on and everything. And then they told me and I was just like, okay, Jordan, like, this is it. Like, you you can't do anything else. Like, I'm, just have to go out there and just do you like just have fun right. and I was like okay <laughs> so I, we were so overwhelmed all three of us we were just like okay some of us were crying like we literally were crying we didn't know what was going on it was it was crazy but then you know after that we were we were good do you feel like you would have felt more secure had they been talking to you like play by play or were they kind of trying to protect y'all they were trying to have us not focus too much on what was going on. Right. Um, I'm not type of person, like, if you throw something at me, I will do it because I know I'm in a position to where I can do it and I am able to do it. And so that that's kind of how it went. Um, luckily, a lot of people were, were saying, oh, my gosh, she didn't warm up. She didn't warm up. I did warm up. I warmed up in the back gym because my coach was just like, just in case if something mm. happens, like just warm up, do this, do that. And so I, I did warm up all four events in the back before we came out. But right when we walked through the door, through the little hall of us going out to vault, my mind had already yeah. switched. It was like, okay, you only have vault and floor. Like, you're good. I mean, I'll tell you what. When I saw that come down, I was like, you know, I hope that in her mind, she's like, this gives me an opportunity to redeem myself because I get the feeling of I failed like even though you didn't I understand that feeling right because ultimately it's like I got to the big show I wanted to show up a certain way and I didn't get the opportunity I didn't and Mm -hmm. it was like I feel like you got kind of this like second opportunity to prove just to yourself and then by the way for the team (laughs) yeah because I was thinking just about you (laughs) I did I really did Did I want it in that circumstance? No, not at all. But did I take that into into me, like knowing, okay, that I had this opportunity? Of course. Um, I was I when I was out there, I had said, okay, like this is 
another opportunity to show why I was here. Right. And so I was, I was really happy. I was really happy. You should be. <laughs> I was really happy. I was up at 3.30 a.m., baby. Okay. <laughs> I set the alarm. I hated what the commentators was not handling shit. So I was doing my own commentating. People was like, I'm watching your Instagram and and the TV so I can get your commentating. (laughs) Because I was like, listen, I can't be distracted right now with these people talking that are not making any sense. I need to see my girls. You You started gymnastics in Vancouver, Washington. Yes. Where there, I can only assume there's maybe 2.2 black people there and they lived in your house. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so there's not, a lot of, there's not a lot of black people in Washington, but in, in, general. Oregon, in Oregon, there is. There's more okay. black people in Oregon. I feel like Washington, Oregon, yeah, like because, <laughs> well, you know, so I when I was doing gymnastics, I'm an old person compared to you. I mean, I know I don't look like it, <laughs> but I am I was 40. like, you don't look old. <laughs> I'm 40. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was so. thinking like you're in your 30s or something. That's fine. I like yeah. it. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and I, by the way, I know I'm 40 because I shot that thing with, with Cardi with Car- so I, I for those who don't know, I did this thing with Cardi B called Cardi Tries, and we had to do rhythmic gymnastics. And they were like, Amanda, you do gymnastics, gymnastics. So, you know, can you like show out because she's pregnant? And I'm like, Fuck, yeah, yeah, what you need me to do? I can pull a full out. I can pull a full out for y'all. Something light, something light. Um, we shot it five days after my 40th birthday. I sprayed my ankle. <gasps> no. So you was really like, I, no. I just and let myself. me tell you, let me tell you how I sprained my ankle, Jordan Child. Please tell, please tell me it wasn't on a kick. It was on a damn round off back handspring. I rebounded, but I haven't been on like a spring floor in so damn long. But I rebounded, and when I came down, it's like <laughs> your whole body just Ugh. yeah. And I was like, ooh, mm. yeah, that's. That's a problem. But then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be a problem for anybody else. I'm just keep it to myself. So I'm walking it off. I'm Carrie struggling. I'm Carrie struggling. I'm walking it off. I'm walking it off. And then the producer came over and was like talking to me about something. And I was like, you know what? I think I just fucked up my ankle. And he was like, what? 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 We need to. Why don't you wrap it? And I was like, it's fine. It's fine. And then he's like, oh, medic. It? It? Medic. <laughs> now the medic comes over. Jordan, he can't wrap an ankle. He couldn't wrap an ankle. I'm like, where's the pre-wrap? He's like, what do you you mean? I had to wrap my own foot. Where's the tape? Where's the... None of that. I had to wrap my own foot. Okay? So I wrap my own foot. Then we do like a rehearsal. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. I just just don't know. (laughs) But once a gymnast, always a gymnast. I'm like, you ain't come here to do no fucking cartwheel. Right. So (laughs) we do... I do a back handspring. So then they're like, we're going to do another take. I'm like, you know what? It's all or nothing. So <laughs> all I did was a back tuck. But I was very, like, but I'm in pain. Yeah, yeah. So I was very proud of this back tuck. You know they didn't use the goddamn back tuck. I'm <gasps> so mad. I'm still on them. Like, y'all need to send me the footage so I can show folks. So I can show right, folks. Right, like, I need to see this. You know what? Like, like, if you didn't tell me that, like, I got to go back and watch now. Because I, my foot is wrapped. 
Yeah. But I'm giving you, you choreo. You the little, the little rhythmic and... Yes, but I'm giving you choreo because we came to show. We came to perform. So... And I, I came here to put you to work. They put I me to work. work. <laughs> I did my work. I did my work. Girl, I was stretching for a week before. <laughs> I was stretching for a week before. And then I had just come from vacation. I did a double back off of the platform at the mm-hmm. hotel I was staying at. So I felt like real. You were good. Like. Real. Yeah. So. But this isn't about me. Um, so you. So when I was in gymnastics, though, like there just were not black girls. Like there was Betty Okino and there was Dominique. Yes. That's it. And. I'm just curious for you, like how the experience was um, coming up and then now how it's been as like one of the black girl gymnasts that people are looking up to because it's not to be taken lightly. Mm-hmm. So when you were coming up in gymnastics in Vancouver with two with, with 2.2 black people, did you feel anything like were, did you feel any difference about yourself in that space? I noticed that I was not like everybody else. Um, but I also didn't really like pay attention to right. why. I just noticed like, oh, like she's different than me. Like why why can't she do what I do or why can't I do what she does? Um, mm. But I didn't really like put it in my head like on the reasonings why until I got older and I was like there, I understand because when I did collegiate gymnastics, like level, whatever, five through 10, I wasn't paying attention to the scoring. I wasn't paying attention to how people judge. I wasn't paying attention to any of that until I went elite. And I was realizing like, I'm doing as like as hard of skills as everybody else is. And you're not scoring me the same. And then I realized I'm not their perfect. You have a booty. Yeah. Right. That's what it is. Like I'm, I'm like when you're spinning athlete. through the air, there's a boat. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Really. Like that's how it is. And that's, that's when I started to realize. So at the age of like 12 is when everything, I was just like, well, I'm just going to have to embrace who I am and I'm not going to pay attention to my, like to what happens. And I, ever since then, I never did. I never pay attention to who was out on the floor, who was judging. I've never in my life have ever seen a black judge for women's gymnastics. Um, I've never really gotten scored in a, in a certain way on how I should be scored, but it, gymnastics is all political. That's the, really how it is. And I had to learn that at a young age because I, I was going through, like there, it was only me, Simone and Gabby. Yep. Like there was three of us. And then it was like the younger ones who are coming up, like Shailise Jones, Connor McClain, some of my team Trinity Trinity. Right. So it like, there wasn't at first, there was only three of us who really were out there. Yeah. And so then that's when I was just like, well, this is cool. <laughs> there, there's that 1% of <laughs> right, right, right. Us out there. But at the, at the end of the day, we all realized like, no matter what, we were still doing something we loved. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought of that throughout my whole career. I still think of that because wherever I go, I'm still going to be looked at, at a, in a certain way. I'm still going to be judged in a certain way. I mean, do you feel like going to college? Like, are you like, this is going to be such a different experience? Like, what's the, what's the, what's the feeling about it? Cause you're going to UCLA. Yes. 
Where, where, by the way, I feel like that's just the perfect place for you. Thank you. I a really lot of do. People, a lot of people say that. I mean, I'm a city girl. So ever since I was little, before I even thought of going to college, I wanted to live in L.A. Okay. Because I just love it out there. I love the city. But the college experience for me is something that I've always wanted to experience. Like before this whole NIL thing, I always told my parents, like, I'm not going pro. I want to go to college because it's an experience like that I've never had in my life before. So I just want to go out there and have fun. So you know, like, like what are you fun. what are you expecting? And not just from the gymnastics of it. What are you expecting from the college experience? Oh, from the or what college do you want? Experience. What do you want from the college experience? Oh, I don't even know. Like besides gymnastics, because I can tell you gymnastics wise. No, I want to talk about besides gymnastics. And I, I want to because when we were about to start the interview, I asked Jordan, like, what is there anything that you're not like? Is there anything you're not talking about that you want to talk about? And she was like, honestly, like my life has been all around. gymnastics. And that's beautiful. Right. Like there's something about the discipline that that calls for. There's something about the focus. There's something about the intensity and it shapes you in a certain way. I can tell you now you are always going to be all right. If you ever have any doubts, any concerns about yourself, let me just tell you right now, you are always going to be okay. Gymnastics builds you a certain way that is like, it doesn't make you indestructible, Mm -hmm. but it creates a intrinsic sense of knowing that no matter how many times I fall, I can get back up. Yeah. Once you split a beam people. Okay. And then are told finish, (laughs) finish. Once you do a Jaeger and land sitting on the bar and then flip backwards and land and then are told finish. These types of things <laughs> train you, you know, they, they, and that you think at the time that it's just training you to train, right? It's just training you as a gymnast, but no, I'm telling you, you'll carry that for the rest of your life. And, and it's a skill. It's a, uh, it's a characteristic about you that other people will look to you for inspiration from because not everybody has it. So just know that if you're ever doubting yourself, be like, Amanda told me I'm a gymnast. So, <laughs> like, I feel this way right now, but I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. <laughs> so, so now that you are getting the, you know, you're getting the opportunity to, like, open up your world. Yes. Okay. I can tell you this. Um, ever since I was little, I've always wanted to be a zoologist. Ooh. I've, I've loved animals. Like, I've try to figure out like how to call them and when I go to the zoo I try to think of like where their habitats are like I've always been I've had turtles I have I've had snakes um we've had lizards frogs fish like so you're you're big on the reptiles yes I love reptiles and so I was like okay so when I go to school I'm gonna do zoology get my zoology degree and I've kept that ever since until now I've opened up my own clothing line. It's called Melanin Drip Clothing Co. All right. And I went through the whole LLC, did Mm -hmm. the whole thing. And so now I want to do general business, like entrepreneurship. Okay. So um, when I'm done with college, I can go and just see see what I can do with it. Um, 
one of the things I want to do is hopefully open up my own storefront. I mean, you don't even have to say hopefully. Like, that's like an easy thing to do. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, open up a storefront um, and then just see what other stuff I can do with my with that degree. Um, hopefully, who knows, I might do real estate or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's just when I think of it, when I was younger, I wanted to be a zoologist. And now I'm like, I wanted to go into the entrepreneurship realm. And you might find a way where those two things connect. By the way, once upon a time, I dated a dude who wanted to be a zoologist and like we would be watching like, but he was a football player, but we'd be watching TV and he's like, that's, that's a Wolverine. <laughs> like, why do you know all these animals? Cause I want to be a zoologist. He did not become a zoologist. Um, I'm assuming he became an NFL player. No, he did not because you have oh. to, because attitude is important to advancement. Yeah, you are very correct. Attitude is important to advancement, which is why I said that when we had talked in the beginning on DM, your attitude was spot on. I said, this girl's going places. Okay. This girl is going places. <laughs> and apparel, apparel is a doozy. I commend you. I had to let go of apparel because apparel is hard as hell because it's the yeah. customer service of apparel that's difficult. And, yes. you know, and, and you forget that like when you're on the side of being a customer, it's like, oh, I don't like, it doesn't fit right. I thought this was going to fit this way. I thought, that, you know, and so all of those nuances, but the creativity, you know, it looks like you're going to get your, your, your way of being creative. You can also have melanin drip Leos. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying if Melanicoma can design leotards, you can't design leotards. If Lee Ning can design leotards, you can't design leotards. Wow. I never thought of that. Melanin drip Leos. Melanin Jubilee. And you can do a partnership if you want to. You can do a partnership with like GK or whatever and have them pay for everything and you just get a piece in the beginning. Listen, there's the sky is the limit. Wow. And I think that's what's dope about your your general business degree is it's going to show you how limitless the sky. Yeah. That's why I was like, don't say hopefully about opening a brick and mortar. (laughs) Like, trust me, there's people with far less that have done so much more. So you have, you know, you have that within you. And I love this. I love that you... You know, I love your superhero geekness. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love superheroes, like, so much. One day, I want to be in, in a Marvel movie. Ever since my Wonder Woman Leo I did, everybody was like, oh, my goodness, you need to be Nubia. You need to be Nubia. Who's and Nubia? Since, Put me on. I don't know who Nubia is. Wonder, so, Nubia, okay, so Wonder Woman has a sister. She's black, and her name is Nubia. She's one of the Amazonian warriors? Yep. Oh. yep. And I guess, like, she doesn't find out until like a while back, like her time. Wow, well, I don't even know how old she is. She's right. like one hundred or a thousand years old or whatever. Um, and like she finds out because I think they either like end up fighting against each other because you know she goes to like Justice League and all that. Yes, the Americans, all the other like she's in the American world, right? So I right. think she like I don't know if she like ends up fighting her sister and she's like, oh my gosh, like how are you? Like yeah, there's this whole thing. So, like, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, you need to be Nubia. Are you going to take any acting classes at school? No, I didn't. I used to want to do theater in high school, but my schedule was not. But in college. Yeah, I'm not in college. In college, I actually was thinking about that, taking acting sales and maybe, like, doing stunt double. Yes. I mean, you're in the town for it. You're, this is the place to do it. I just always encourage folks who are going to school to just remember that, like, make it your experience. You know, sometimes feel people feel pressured to, 
you know, take certain court, like to take a certain course for their parents or for, you know, other people in their lives. But at the end of the day, it's like, this is your college experience. Mm -hmm. And in this life, they can take everything from you. They can take your name, your money, your house, your kid. They can't take your education. They can't take it. They, I mean, they can even take your medals. I mean, look at Andrea Rodican. Like, they're just like, yeah, that's ours now. Sorry. Um, But I think that it's really dope that you are, tell me if I'm, wrong but you so you deferred for two years mm-hmm. so now you would go to school would that mean that you would no longer be eligible to like go to worlds if you want to go to worlds etc how does that work out well um so i can still go to school because worlds aren't until october right of next year because i'm not doing this year okay i was gonna say there's a worlds this year right yeah there is a world okay. this year but I have tour. I have Simone's Gold Over America tour that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And it goes through Worlds. So I'm not doing Worlds this year. But next year, I decided that I wanted to tr- go for it and see what happens. So <laughs> I told my coaches and stuff. So hopefully, you know, I'm just going to take it day by day. I know physically I can do it. It's just mentally. I don't know. If, I mean, I feel like I could. But at the same time, I'm just taking it step by step by step to make sure I'm mentally I'm there because I don't want to go into it and just be like mentally drained and something happens. Well, so what do you mean when you say mentally there? Like still interested or like body wise? Tell me more. So physically, so physically I know cause I'll be physically in shape. Okay. I'll, I know at that time I'll be physically in shape and physically able to do everything that I need to do to make that team. Mentally for us is if we're going to be drained to a point to where we can't even think about our skills to where if one thing happens, say in our family, it hits us so hard that we can't function in the gym. Mm -hmm. So that's what our, like our mental, mental aspect is. Because if we don't have our, because our brain tells our body what to do with anything. Mm -hmm. And so if our brain's not telling us what to do when it comes to certain skills, we can easily injure ourselves. Yes. And that's, and that's something that I don't want to risk. Is there anything that you do or that they have started doing to help curtail that happening? Cause I feel like that's been very taken for granted. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I, I mean, I feel like only in recent time and maybe as recent as these Olympics, like, is there even an acknowledgement of like, Hey, like their brains need to feel good, not just mm-hmm. their bodies. I personally, personally don't think so. Um, I mean, there's a lot of us who've seen sports psychologists. Um, they've like, people have recommended to us, Hey, you want to go see a sports psychologist? Like, yes, we can say yes, or we can say no. It just depends on the person this year. Actually, I went to go see a sports psychologist and she helped me so much throughout the whole entire year. Can you tell me some of the ways, if you don't mind, if it's too private, I understand. No. Okay. So one of the things that she helped me with is, so I had this thing on vault where I would think of when I was younger, I would always hyperextend my knee on a certain vault and I had- Which vault? Two and a half. On Aminars? On vault. But on like on Aminars? Yes. 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 So she would tell me, okay, I need you to do this. She would tell me to wear something like, for instance, like my a wristband or a watch or something. And every single time you would think of it, switch your wrist. Like it could be something weird, like a 
uh, what, like a sticker or a bandaid or something like just something that you have to switch back and forth every single time you think about it. And so, you know, that gets annoying when you have to keep switching back and forth because you're just like, oh my gosh, like, so that, that helped me a lot because at the end of me realizing, like, I wasn't thinking about it as much as I was before. So that was, that was one of the things. And then, um, doing like vision, like, um, like visualizing visual. Yeah. Like visualizing our routines before we would go. Uh, so that was one thing she would tell me do it at least five times a day and then twice before you go. So that's what, seven times. (laughs) (laughs) So you would visualize your routine and that helped me a lot. And it would, it would always calm me down. I don't know if you ever, if you ever saw that picture where I was like this, I was like praying. Yeah. I have so, seen that picture. Yeah. So in that moment before I went, I obviously was praying and then I visualized my beaver team before I went. And that's, that's how I like do every, every single thing. I don't know. Like a lot of things, like I close my eyes. I won't look at the judges. I'll just close my eyes and I'll just visualize my routine. So that was another thing. There was a bunch of other things that she did, but yeah. Well, tell me this. Did you, were you doing that? During qualifying? No, I was so overwhelmed during qualifications. There we go. So overwhelmed. Didn't even think of anything. I was just... We're here. We're doing this. We got to go here. We got to... Even the way they had y'all running from event to event. I was like, why do y'all always have to run? Why do you keep having to run? (laughs) Exactly. For me, it's been slightly irritating watching people talk about gymnastics who know nothing about gymnastics. Like, all of a sudden, this Olympics, everybody is a fucking gymnast uh, expert. And I'm just like, y'all, y'all have never seen a pit. I just, I can't. Um, and so it's been very frustrating to watch because I think people are also, they are comparing gymnastics to just sports. Yes. Like- <laughs> it's not just a sport. Like, I mean, yes, it's a sport, but it's not. It's, it's, first of all, it's a team sport in a specific way, mm-hmm. but not in the same way of soccer or mm-hmm. of basketball. And also there's so many other elements to the sport other than athleticism. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's dance, there's artistry, like we've just been talking about, there's psychology in another way because there's also incredible danger. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I mean, it's like ski jumping. <laughs> You're just like, <laughs> yeah. all right, we're going to go down this slope here. We're going to do some flips and hopefully we're going to land. And it's like the only reason I know that I could land is because I've done it a number of times, but anything can happen. And so watching you guys really under pressure, um, and not just about the Olympics, but all the time under pressure mm-hmm. show up has just been fascinating. And I know that, there's so there's a new team training center, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. Is there like a different process now with camps, or is it just there's a new place? No, there's a they're the same. It's yeah, it's just a new place. Um, I mean, obviously, we're not in the middle of nowhere. Uh, That's not <laughs> obvious. I don't know because it's Indianapolis, but I don't know about Indianapolis. <laughs> No, okay, so we're, yeah, we're in Indianapolis. We're not in the middle of nowhere. We're actually surrounded by certain things. We're like, I don't know, there's like gas stations, food places. Like, we're surrounded by stuff. But everything's the same. It's literally the same. We still have physical abilities. Do you think camps help? 
yes and no. And I don't want you yes. to get in trouble. So don't feel like you got us. I'm not trying no, to gotcha. No, <laughs> we're good. We're good. I would say yes, because we get to come together. Right. And the head coordinator like is watching over us and telling us this, this and this. And like, obviously for assignments, like, yes, we have to come together. Assignments like competitions. Competition. Yeah. Like international assignments. Um, and then I would say no, because half of the stuff we do there, we basically do at our gym. I mean, I just in my mind would expect that there would be like team building exercises that happen at those events at the, but that does, doesn't that make sense? Not really. It does. It does. Like I feel like y'all would be playing like categories or some shit. Like it's right. I think for us, it's, we have to like do it ourselves, but we also have like, um, we're also old. Like we're not old, but like the, the people that went, we were old, right? We all comparatively, had, yes. Compared to the the, I don't want to even say generation, but basically the gymnastics generation under us, they're so young and they're still learning about, oh, this, this, and this. Like, yes, I went to this assignment, did it, and they're just starting. So, like for us, while we're at camp, we just we just normally just stay in our rooms, watch TV. <laughs> we don't really do a lot. <laughs> You're veterans. You're like we've been here, done that. Yes, I've been here for. Two quads. Has it been that long? I've been here since 20, like I was there 2016 quad and then this quad. And you still love it. And I still love it. Why do you think that is? Because I know that's not the same. That's not the case for everybody. Um, I think it's my support system. I have amazing people in my support system from my mom all the way down to my teammates. Do you think you got like a second wind? Because it's like. I never hit my peak until just now. So that's why you like it, it ain't over till it's over. Yeah. And you're 20. I'm just 20. <laughs> I'm just 20. I'm just 20. No, what? Two, three, four. I'm just 20. I mean, when you went to the world, um, to WCC, like what was different about that gym? The people, the environment. Obviously, my old gym. Yes, I love them. Yeah. Um, they were all like they'll always be my my home gym because that's where I started. But WCC, you can definitely when you walk into their actual gym, you're just like, wow, like they know what they're doing. The vibe. And how, yeah, it's like the vibe, like their whole vibe and energy. I was just like, okay, I can be here. I enjoy this. Because I was like, when I read about your story, I'm like, I wonder how long it took her to adjust. Because sometimes when we get into like healthy spaces, Mm -hmm. it can be just as much of an adjustment as like trying to make some whack shit work. Yep. So how was it for you? Well, so my coaches at my old gym were European. Oh, okay. And and Cecile and Laurent are European. So it was just, it was easy for me to switch over. Um, especially with Laurent, Laurent and my old coach, Dimitri, they used to communicate and like hang out, I guess, at like competitions when I was with Dimitri. Right. So like, they, like, they, they remind me of each other very, very well. Like, I don't even know why (laughs) it's just weird, but, (laughs) um, and then Cecile, she's like a mom. Okay. So I'm like, we're like able to go up to her and like say things like besides gymnastics, 
if we're having some trouble with like school or our family or even in our own lives, she'll like understand and she'll try to give us advice. And, or she'll be like, eh, I don't know how, that one I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know. And we're like, okay, it's okay. Like we understand. So she's like a mom. And it's really cool because at moments we know when she's our coach and then at moments we're like, you're like a best friend. I love it. I yeah. love it. I really want to see, you know, the changes that are going to happen after this Olympics. Like I just saw that they have now implemented uh, one touch warmups again. Yep. And for those who don't know, one touch warmups just means that once you are, well, actually, no, we have Jordan here. Jordan, please explain what are one touch warmups and why do you, why are you, cause you shook your head like, yes. So can yeah, you tell no. us why <laughs> we are glad that one touch warmups have been reinstated? So basically what we do is we warm, we go in like almost two hours before we even start competing and we go on all the apparatus. We have our normal time and then we put our warmups on, we go out, we do our little, Hi, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> and we have on each of it, we have a certain amount of time. So for beam, we have 30, 30 seconds, seconds to one, one touch. That's, That's our one touch. touch. It's 30, 30 seconds on beam. And you have to go up and do whatever you feel comfortable warming up for your routine. And then for vault, it's two vaults. So for instance, I do a double. Um, I would go, my first vault, I would go layout, and then the second one, I would go double, because then that's my actual vault, and then you would go and compete. For floor, you have 30 seconds as well. Um, you just warm up your passes. Some people do layout. Some people actually do a pass. It just depends. I would, I would say you should do a pass at least, like a double layout or something, if you have big skills, so you feel warmed up. And then bars is you have a minute, because normally our bar routines are like from 45 seconds to a minute. And normally for that, some people do a whole routine or some people just warm up like skills. So those are like our one touches before we actually go out and compete for literally four minutes. <laughs> right. But in this Olympics, they didn't have one touch warm ups. Was it just for event finals or in general? I can't remember. No, it was it was just for event finals. That was something that we all were so confused about because it was just like event finals, you're going out there and competing one event. And those one events could be vault floor, which are two really, really difficult events that you should be able to warm up, especially because of how difficult the skills are. And then for, so when I realized, I was like, there's no one touch. And Simone even told me, she's like, no. And I'm like, what? That's so crazy. Like you can get injured so easily. And look what happened with Jade. Right. So Jade Carey, for those who don't know, Jade Carey was in the event finals for vault and she kind of like tripped up her run. And so her first vault, which was supposed to be a two and a half, ended up just being a tucked flip. She basically yeah. just did a Yuchenko back tuck. And a lot of people were saying, like, had she had the opportunity to warm up on the actual apparatus, because that's yep. the thing. It's like y'all warm up in, they have them warming up in, um, in the auxiliary gym. gym, but that's not the same thing. It's not even the same lights, right? It's not. Nope. <laughs> right. It's not because it, is it, is it even on a podium? It is. Okay. It's on a podium, okay. but it's like it was darker. Like we had lights, but it was darker than us actually being in the arena. And like, can you just tell me like how much that matters? These are the things that people don't think about. But like the lighting of the arena, like does that affect you at all? Does it does it? Yes, it can. It can affect you a lot. Like for us, sometimes if we have white floors, 
we can get like lost in our twist because it's like blinding. Yes. So we're sometimes we're always like, oh, I hope we don't have white floor, like because it's scary. Like you know, because you're you're spinning so fast, you're you don't know what's gonna happen. I feel happen. like they always like, have white, white, white floor, white. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh my goodness, I didn't even think of that. So when you are coming back for worlds, yes, yes, I would like to request that you go for vault event finals. I feel like. I just feel like, Jordan, why are you not doing two vaults? <laughs> okay, listen, listen here. Listen. <laughs> listen. It's not <laughs> that you don't have the power. It's not that you don't have the skill. What? Talk to me. Okay, so we had three people who were going for vault. So there was really no point at that time for me to be doing two vaults. I had two vaults. What's your second vault? Soup double. Okay. Wait, what? Soup double. Really? Okay. Yeah. I tried Chang's. It doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I tried Chang's. It doesn't work. But yeah, I went to soup double. That was my second vault. And I would alternate back and forth between two and a half and doubles. Like you, Chang, go to like yeah. M and R's and doubles. Um, and me and my coach talked about it. And I was just like, at that time, I was like, we were hoping that I would make floor finals that's what we were really really hoping Mm -hmm. and so we were just I was just like okay then I'll just do a good solid double see what happens well (laughs) I can't control the scoring (laughs) and yeah that didn't happen but you know I always say everything happens for a reason everything happens for a reason I don't like I don't regret anything I did there because it was something that I know I had to experience Mm -hmm. it was my first Olympics like one, there's only so many people who can go and say, I, I went to an Olympics. Olympics. I medaled at the Olympics. I'm mm-hmm. an Olympian. Like, there's only so many people who can say that. And so that's why I just think every day, like, I what happened there happened. It's left in Tokyo. It's long gone. It's over. I can't control anything else that happened. So, yeah, it was it was crazy. But, yeah, that's, that's the reason about my second fall and stuff. But I thought of that. I was like, if I did come back for like 24, I would come back either as an all-arounder or just one ball. Or maybe bars. I don't know. I'm talking even worlds next year. Like, I want to see two balls. Okay. 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 I got it. So when you and Cecile and Laurent are having your conversation, please say, you know, also Amanda Seals feels that I should do two balls. Oh, uh, yes. I, I will. I would go in there and be like, hey, so... <laughs> Amanda says that I need goals, and this is what I'm doing. <laughs> Which events do you feel like, well, if, if any, do you have an event that you feel like you, not that you most improved on in terms of skills, but that you most improved on in terms of like? Bars. Really? Yes. I never. Okay, so. I was a I've, bars I've, beast. <laughs> I'm your level nine I, regional bar champion. Go ahead. I, <laughs> okay, period. I like to hear that. But I I like all the events the same. Like I don't have a favorite, I don't have a least. Oh. But I do have to say I know which ones I, I was not good on, which was Barth and Beam. And so Beam as well, really. Yes. I mean, yes, when I would hit it, it'd be like, whoa, she hit it. It was just 
Okay, I was good on being, but it was like my consistency. Yes, it was my consistency. Um, but bars was something that I could do so many skills, but w- when I tried putting routines together, it just wouldn't it wouldn't work. So I it, that was like the hard part. But then when I came to WCC, it was just like, oh, we can do this, 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 and this. And the perks for me is I know how to do so many skills. Like I know how to do like three different scotches. I know how to do a ginger. I know how to do a Jaeger. I know how to do a sp- like I just Say know it! how to do. Yeah. <laughs> but, but shots fired. I mean, I, I mean, what do you want? What stalder do you want? What do you want? I know, like that. So that was like that's the perks for me. Like if I would say bars was my favorite event, then I would only say it's because I know how to do so many skills on bars. I just realized that that. you really look just like my man's daughter. Like, I need to screenshot it. (laughs) Like, it's like, it was eerie just now. I was like, wait, (laughs) that was creepy. (laughs) So people have told me I look like, people have told me I look like Simone. Come people on have told me I look, somebody told me Who, I a look white like lady Rick told you that Simone. some a white person told you you look like Simone yes thank you okay somebody said I look like Raven Simone incorrect um, that's just because y'all like skin I think, <laughs> I think people so. tell me all the time you look like Alicia Keys no I don't no you are like a well okay actually let me look no yeah I don't see it Thank you. Like, we are both light-skinned with, like, a certain shaped face. But, like, do we, like, look alike? No. No. It's like, uh, what's her name? Rihanna and her, that little girl. Did you ever see that picture? No. (laughs) It was like, so, Rihanna, you know how people say we have, like, doppelgangers or whatever? Like, another dimension. dimension. (laughs) So, somebody pulled a picture up of this little girl and pulled Rihanna up. This little girl literally, I kid you not, looks just like Rihanna. Like every single thing, hair, eyes, eyebrows, just like Rihanna. So maybe we are clones. You know? That's what I was Because there's like this little girl who like drums on Instagram. I think her name is Nandy. And all the time people are like, that's, that's your doppelganger. Like she is you. And I was like, whatever. And then I saw her. I was like, damn, that really does. Man, she really look like me. <laughs> she really look like me. I mean, and let me tell y'all, if you haven't seen Jordan's TikTok dances, okay? Oh you be giving us choreo. I saw the Normani. <laughs> you gave us a full... That was a very long count. That wasn't no eight it count was. of choreo. You gave us a full, like, 32 counts of bop, 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 spin, and um. hit. So what's going on? I mean, do you feel like there's ever a world where you would do something with dance? I actually want to be in a lot of music videos. Mm. I, one thing I've always wanted to do is be a backup dancer for some celebrity. Really? I don't know why, but yeah, it was just, it's just something I've always wanted to do. Like every single time I go to a concert, like I try learning the. Learning but I need you to dance. be in a Normani video, though. <laughs> Like, if anyone is hearing us right now, I need Jordan in a Normani video doing the choreo. I need it. I need it for you. Everybody, after that whole thing that broke out with, like, her following me to the Access Hollywood 
to me doing the little TikTok and then actually doing the dance, people are like tweeting me, Jordan, we need Jordan and Armani to do a live. We need Jordan and her videos. We need, I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys. Like <laughs> it's gonna happen. That's the, that's what the internet's that's what the internet's do. That's what's gonna happen. I mean, I've really I just have a soft spot for the amount of work that elite gymnasts put into their craft and not letting that get in the way of being able to like, once you decide to move on from that, like expanding your world. Like I've been watching Golden on Peacock and like Dominique is upset. Dominique, I I love me some Dominique Dodd, but Dominique is not happy. She is mad at gymnastics. She yes, is very is. mad at gymnastics. And I hope I get the opportunity to talk to her one day about it because I don't know that that's everybody's experience. Um, But that would, era, from that yeah. era, I wouldn't be surprised, right? Because that's a different kind of era. And of course, like we're only just now entering a, a new space, you know, where... I think um, there's hope for mm -hmm. a lot more responsibility uh, and accountability in how we are protecting not just like the sport, but how we're protecting our young women who are involved in this sport. Yes. Because we don't want you all to, I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, it just sucks to like put so much of your life into something. And then when you come out of it, hate it so much that you would never want your children to be a part of it. Yeah. You know, like that, that's, and I know that for me, I have friends who are in gymnastics with me and they have a very different relationship to gymnastics. Like they're just like, I just, I'm, I have PTSD um, because they just responded differently to it. Whereas for me, I'm just like, can I still do a giant? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know. Like, I mean, my grips you are like right good. now. You probably could. I 1000%. Start on straps. I know that I can do it in straps. I know yeah. I can do it in the straps. I mean, my grips are literally right here. Like I'm looking at them. Um, it's very, it's very like, <laughs> I'll okay, never let it go. I gotta see this. I actually need to come in person to see this. Well, you know, I had said to Jordan, y'all, I was like, Jordan, anytime you're in LA, just let me know. I was, and I'll make time for you. Y'all, Jordan was gallivanting all over LA that I whole was. time. I was like, <laughs> Jordan is in LA. I was like, I was. I was in LA. The shade. This I get. I know I'm old. I know you don't want to hang out with an auntie. Oh. I know. I get it. But when you come back, you and Marzetta, we gonna have a little. We gonna have some tea. We gonna have a little kiki with my little Bruins because I was asking Mars. I was like, explain. So Marzetta is a gymnast on the UCLA team, and I was asking her about the twisties, and she was like, I ain't been able to do a, a one and a half since 2006. Like, and I have a trampoline. I cannot, I have to really, 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 really think to do a one and a half. I think we all have to. Like, it's not a normal, mm -mm. like, it's, it's either a full double, two and a half, triple. That's it. That's literally it. Like, I, that's, that's the succession I go. I try and yes. force myself to do one and a half just to like try. Yeah. But last time I was home, I have it at my mom's house. And last time I was home and I did it, I was like, I didn't like the feeling. Let me just do it. <laughs> You're like. No, like it. not again. And my hair was in twists. And when my hair um, is in twists, it really fucks up my, like, equilibrium. Yeah. It's like my head is trying yeah. to, you know? And I'm like, like why, why is this so weird? So, yes. But um, 
So next time, and I don't know, she might be talking to us live from LA right now. We don't know. We don't know. But just know that I am, I am here for the jokes, for the wisdom, for, you know, I will always treat when we go to eat. Um, but I just think that, uh, you all are so fabulous. And Jordan, I just, you know, I just have always been a fan, Jordan. I've been a fan. Like, this is not, this Olympics is not the beginning. I've been a fan. My mama a fan. Um, and I was so happy to see you find your way. You know, like, I'm, I feel like I'm seeing that with Connor right now, right? Where it's like, you know, she was... <laughs> She was like, you know, there was politics in the gym. Basically, they were racist. That's what was happening. They were racist mm-hmm. up in her gym. And they were like, okay, time, time to go. And this is a, this is a, it's, it's a, it's a interesting, interesting is not the word. This is a weird time to be in such close quarters with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, like how, how do you feel like, has politics invaded your gymnastics space at all? I don't pay attention. I've never paid attention ever. Because I know if I did, it would go, I would go too deep into it. Mm. And then that's probably what would have like messed everything up with me. Too deep in the sense that like, you'd want to just like explore more and like understand more and you'd be like distracted. Mm-hmm. I hear that. How yes. did the pandemic hit for you? It made me realize. So that's how actually... Since you brought the pandemic up, that's actually how my clothing line started. Tell me more. Was because of the whole, um, that whole time being a Black Lives Matter with um, George Floyd. George Floyd. And that what, what made me like, it truly brought me into a position to where I was like, we are actually, like, I don't even want to say hated. You can say that though. That's but it's like we're we're just hated so much to a point to where I literally would go into my room and just like cry because I didn't know what was going to happen at that next moment in time. Even with my like my father in general, because there was black men dying for no reason. Like mm-hmm. so um, melanin drip came up as the melanin part was I wanted little young girls to grandmas to understand like you can embrace your beauty embrace who you want to be embrace your hair embrace like that that's a crown like just be you in a way to where you feel comfortable in your own skin so that's where melanin came out and then you know I'm a swaggy person I love sneakers I love just being swagged out so that's where the drip part came in so a lot of like my clothing is like streetwear but during that whole time period, I I didn't want to talk. Like, I un, unadded people. Like, I just didn't want to talk to people because I didn't know what was going to happen. Did you feel like being in gymnastics, like you had been shielded, like somewhat from the realities of all of that? Yes and no. Um, yes, because gymnastics was my life. I didn't, I was in the gym home. Went to school. I went to, I went to an actual school. I went to public school. So I kind of knew some po- like political things throughout. Social, so yeah. Social, like I went to an all-white school. There was barely any black people. Um, 
But other than that, I would just gym, school, home, gym, school, home, gym, like over and, and over. And when you're as talented as you are, people don't look at you as the black girl. They look at you as Jordan, the world championship yes. gymnast. Like, yes. Yeah. It, so that that's that's the verdict of how everything with the whole political, like it, with the election, like I don't even look at politics in general. Like I don't like when I don't like when I walk into a somebody's house and the news is on it just makes me like oh like i just get so like uh di- like i don't even want to say disgusted but disgusted like i, I just cringe it just makes me cringe so but bad why i think it's because like i don't like how the world is go changing into do you think that it's changing into or do you think you're just becoming aware i Oh, that's a good, that's a good, I, I probably, I'm just becoming aware of more things. I'm, I guess I'm getting older. I'm understanding a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say this. I hear you because I don't like politics, but I think there's something different between there's like politics, but then there's also just like the social realities of the world we live mm-hmm. in. And as black women who have had extraordinary access Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, by nature of your skill set, you have a certain access that a lot of people don't have just to more information, to money, to Normani, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so she, she rhyming over here. <laughs> so it can feel like um like an inconvenient burden to like have to like. Because once you have that, it's like they, you know, what they say with, well, actually, what do they say in Spider Man? Uh, with great, isn't it like with great power comes great responsibility? It's something yeah. like that. Does, isn't yes. that what Peter Parker's fa- uncle tells him? Yes, with great power <laughs> comes great responsibilities. Yes. And so I think that that's part of like what you're experiencing. But as I do, I do urge you though to just kind of give yourself permission to be aware, but not to internalize. And that's the work, right? That's really what ends up happening. It's like, I can already tell just by this conversation that you're a smart girl. No, you're a smart woman. Um, and that you're conscious of what's around you. Not everybody is that way, right? Like some people, you know, they are able to just kind of only focus on themselves, not acknowledge anything else. And they move through life that way. Um, but it's unhealthy because when you do that, then you also don't give a damn about anybody else. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But you're going to school, you're going to have different conversations than you've had before, you know, because it's like you're talking to people that are like, gym, not gym, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to be, you're going to be at porties. Um, you're going to be at parties. You're going to not drink. Um, you're (laughs) going to not have sex. Um, you're going to, yeah. Like you're going to, you're going to be very, (laughs) I'm going to be very just straight line. Yeah. No, honestly, live your life, baby. Live your life, be safe and be conscious of all those things. And at the same time, understand that you're part of a bigger world. And for what it's worth, seeing the pictures of of the team at WCC is such an incredible, like mind blowing thing. My little 12 year old Amanda was like, oh my God, imagine 
imagine if I had seen this when I was in gym, you know, because it's yeah. really inspiring. And it really goes to show also that when you let black people do any sport, we run ding. I mean, that's just, we run it. It's just, yep. it's, it's what it is, but how it goes. But I really commend you um, on on Melanin Drip. And I love that we got to hear like the the story behind it. And there's going to be so many more stories for you, Jordan. And it's just beginning. I'm going to come to meets. I'm going to make hey, it my business. I will. <laughs> Where is she? I'm going to learn the choreo <laughs> so that I can be there in the student section when this pandemic is over. And yes. I really, um, I really thank you for giving us time today. I know you got a lot going on and it's, it's, it can be, it can be a doozy in the position you're in to trust who's interviewing you because this is a time where people try to make a career off of some, getting you to say some shit. And I want you to be conscious of that if you aren't already. Okay? Because okay. you did say to me, you were like, I'm new to this. So let me just give you that. <laughs> like, I am. Well, it's because, like, you know, a lot of people come into my DMs that are like, it might be a clothing or it might be some sunglasses or it might be. And I'll, like, say thank you because, like, I personally am not going to give you my email. No. I have somebody. I have somebody who does that. So I'll like say thank you, but I didn't know because like you had already at first, the reason why, to be honest, the reason why I was parting your stuff is because at first I really didn't know who you were until after my mom showed me that video. And I'm putting out there if um, Cardi B needs me to teach culture some gymnastics. You heard it here first, folks. I'll, I'll, I'll help out. I'll help out. I got her. <laughs> um, and then I went back and I was like, oh, okay. That was hitting me. Yeah, that put you together. And so that's the only reason why I was double hearting your stuff. Because it was just like, so many people were coming in, coming in. But with your thing, I was just like. It's a podcast. Like, I don't know what to say. So I was just yeah. like, yeah. like No, but I completely, <laughs> listen, I completely understand that. People are coming for, you know, they're coming at you. Yeah. You're popular, honey. <laughs> All right? You're popular. You're a summer medalist at the Olympics. Like we've said, how many people can say this? I mean, come on. You know, that's I, you've got LA Times articles. We know. We see. But it's just the beginning. And you are continue, you're going to continue to thrive and flourish. And I'm really glad that we got the 20-year-old Jordan interview so that when we circle back uh, in two years, we can see, like, okay, well, what's the growth been? What's college like? Uh, you know, I'm curious if you'll come back and you're like, I'm goth now. Um, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Yes, I'm emo now. And um, so we've got to... We've got a whole different vibe. The drip has changed. Um, but I really think, you know, it's it's been really beautiful to see you all's growth and to see your friendship and to see the friendship between all of you all and, you know, you and Simone and just seeing everybody really pull it together in the weirdness of it all. <laughs> and yes. I love hearing you say that was then. The shit is over. We did yes. it. Moving it was- on. Whoa. Because 20 is, I mean, what was I doing when I was 20? Oh, I was doing spoken word. I was on Deaf Poetry Jam. That's what I was doing when I was 20. Oh, you were? Mm-hmm. I was a junior in college. I was doing 
And you said you weren't you, thought you of? Just, you just turned 40? Mm-hmm. July We're 1st. exactly 20 years apart. And that's well, the end of the podcast. Like- and that's the end of the podcast, guys. <laughs> that And that's it. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> when is your birthday, Jordan? April 15th. Mm. Mm. So we're, we're, we're what? You just turned 20 in August, right? I turned 40 July 1st. Yep. So um, you, for July 1st. So you've been around for two months. So uh, two, three we're months. exactly 20 years and three months. <laughs> three months and like 14 days. Apart. Well, I, you know, I will send you a blessing that the melanin does for you what it has done for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because there's not a wrinkle in sight, as you can see. There is it. You still, you still glowing. You my homegirl always says it's the chalk because all of my gymnast friends, none of us have aged, and we are just like it was the chalk. It might be. It might be. It just yep. Just it keep dried it. everything up. Keep it tight. <laughs> the last dose. Jordan, keep on shining and being fabulous. Uh, we are going to continue to be supporters of everything you do. And I really do want to see you in a superhero movie. So we're going to keep putting that out into the universe. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. You are such an inspiration yourself. Um, oh, she done researched me now. Okay. No, I actually, I actually didn't. I just heard stuff. Like my sisters told me about you. Shout out to your sisters. Hi, <laughs> sisters. Thank y'all. Putting Jordan on. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, you're an inspiration yourself. I mean, black woman and black woman, we always will stay strong no matter what. So I truly appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Um Keep but yeah, if you want to put, if you want to slide that little message to Cardi, you can. I got you. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it in her ear. All right. <laughs> Thank All right, you. Thank you. The script. How much do we love Jordan? That was so special for me. So special that I didn't even do the script because the energy and the vibe and the momentum was going that I was just like, I don't even want to disrupt it. But for those of you who want to maybe get some more information on what it is to be an elite gymnast at the height of their skill set and just what they're doing, uh, one thing I would definitely say is suggest is to check out the documentary Golden. I mentioned it in the interview, but it's on Peacock. Um, and it's about uh, elite gymnasts in America, and it follows folks like Connor McLean, uh, Morgan Hurd, Lori Hernandez, who I'm sure you've heard of. She was in the 2016 Rio team. Um, but it's a great docu docu series that really gives you some insight into just like their training, their mindset, uh, their goals, and it's just it's a unique world. And I love getting to peek inside a unique world. Dominique Dawes and LeBron produced Golden, which is on Peacock. Also, Simone Biles, her Facebook watch series, Simone versus Herself. Great, great job they did on that. And I think for what it's worth, it would be good to, to check out Athlete A, which is a scathingly real documentary about the Larry Nassar uh, tragedy. I don't like calling it a scandal because it is a tragedy. And he was the uh, team physician who has since been convicted of um, molesting hunt, like just an immense amount of young girls throughout the gymnastics, uh, the USA gymnastics system at various levels, but namely uh as high as Simone Biles. 
And I think it's really important to to watch that because it's it's still developing and we're still seeing how there were adults, parents, uh, coaches, et cetera, who covered this up and who did so in the name of getting medals as if that is worth anything more than the safety of our girls. So those are three things that I think you should check out to support the conversation that I got to have today with Jordan Childs. And I meant everything I said to her. You know, I think uh, a lot of young women in her position, they they have their support system, but sometimes they also need some insight from folks who are kind of like in the public eye in the way that they are. And it can be tough to find those folks. And I've been very fortunate to get those folks on my side. So I take it as an honor to be able to extend myself to our young women uh, at this point in their lives. You know, I'm, I'm trying to take ownership of this auntie shit um, because damn, a girl is 40. But I could still do a handstand. A podcast network. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.